You're rapping about homosexuals and Vicodin. I can't sell this shit. I'll buy a ticket for you if you shut the fuck up and leave this red-headed dork alone. And the flag, uh, that didn't fly till 1864 in the battles anyway. It was never in the Battle of Gettysburg. I'm there to watch guys beat the hell out of each other for 200 laps and then, you know, come to the finish line and, you know, there's nothing left. Janet, you ignorant slut. Fell onto the doorknob and it punched me in the eye. What are your guys' policies of George Washington cake? I think there's like an armed nunnery, you know, with like with like a medieval cannon out front or something. It's called the Battle of the Willoughby's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're just a ripper. Oh my gosh. You're only as great as your next achievement. So of course, I say no! Mine, come on in, the more the merrier! Oh my gosh. Flunk out there, then maybe you can come to the main campus and flunk out there. <laughs> we have a new um, intern at work, and she's in college, and it was like, uh, you know, Penn State, State College, PA. And I was like, oh, happy valier. She goes, yeah, I'm a happy valier. I was like, that's what they call you guys, right? She's like, no. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never been. But I mentioned John is, you know, an alumnus. Alumnitude. That's what everyone who ever finds out I'm from Penn State, they go, oh, I know someone who went to Penn State. Their name is Joe Schmo. <laughs> and I'm like, 60,000 people on Yeah, you know I don't know them. I know statistically... Everybody should know somebody that went to Penn State if they're in Pennsylvania, right? Like, you're going to know, like, every school has at least 10 people that probably went there in the state. Every high school has probably 10 people that went to Penn State. So you're going to know somebody. Three of my best friends went there. So yeah, it's crazy. I like when I had like, I have five cousins that are older than me that went there too. I, I like when people, oh, really? Yeah, that also helped the door open. I think it's funny when they say, uh, you know, somebody be like, oh, yeah, I just went to Africa or I was in Hawaii. Whatever you say, you're going to any place out of the country or out of the continental U.S. Somebody always goes, oh, yeah, I've been there or oh, my, my friend went there. You know, I feel and I do it, too. I feel like we as Americans need to, like, jump in there and be like, I've been there, too. Even if we haven't. Even if we haven't? Like, they'll say, I know somebody that's been there. I don't know why, but. Us Americans, we, we always tend to, especially when we meet people from other countries, like, I have from England, from uh, North of Manchester. It's like, oh, I spent a lot of time there. It's the first thing I do. If I ever meet anyone from England, I'm not like, oh, that's cool. I'm always like, oh, yeah, I've been there like a hundred times. It's great. What of you? Do you think that's like the same case with like any event in life, you know, like Bob's had concussions. So to contribute, I'd be like, oh, my brother Ryan had a concussion. Otherwise, I would just be like, so what was that like? Terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that, Bob. Is that horrible? Is that horrible? Uh, I mean, <laughs> what did you guys say? I'm sorry to hear you had concussions. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I had like, concussions. <laughs> I'm suffering. From I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that. That was good. What? Yeah. what? Ah, Bob, got Bob get angry and he sets the house on fire. Yeah. So I'm going to make them stop. That was like uh, Seinfeld's amazing joke where he's like, my wife always tells me that I never listen to her. 
No, like, no, my wife doesn't think I don't listen, or at least I've never heard her say that. <laughs> or something like, you know, I, I just butchered it. No, no, I totally get what you're saying. You got it through the end, and that's that's pretty fucking hilarious. That's pretty good. Uh, so the, question that, doing? the question that the world is talking about tonight is on this day in 1783, the Treaty of Paris was signed officially ending the Revolutionary War. Why was it called the Treaty of Paris? Why was it revolutionary? And what's a war? I don't know. What's a battle? <laughs> Did he just ask what a battle? No, he said, what's that rattle? I mean, is it called the Treaty of Paris just because it was signed in Paris? Yes. That's the only reason why it's called the Treaty of Paris. Man, what is the Diet of Worms? Ben Franklin and John <laughs> Ben Franklin and John Adams were there to do it. They they helped move it along, and that's why we have what we have. That's why the French came and helped us uh, against Cornwallis in Virginia when we had them pinned against the sea. Yorktown. So, in Yorktown, yep. Oh. And during the Treaty of Paris, Ben Franklin demanded England give them all of Canada. Like, he came out with these outrageous demands, like, well, we're going to take all of Canada, too. And England you know, was like, see, no, we'll give you, you know, two Great taken. Lakes. He was taking a bunch of hookers in France, too. So Yeah, he partied. Oh, yeah. He partied hard. Good for him. He deserved yeah. it. I mean, Yeah, he used to get nude in like, bathtubs with like old French maids and just drink. With yeah, the way, he, was, like, he was in his 70s. When he yeah. Was with the way like news was back then, <laughs> like if there even was news, like Ben Franklin at a time was the most famous known human on planet Earth. Sure. Like, just imagine yeah. how much of an impact you have to make that your name travels across the ocean. Yeah, and you are slinging dick to hookers. Oh, I mean, back then there was like no morals. He was just like, yeah, I have a wife, but I have girlfriends. The hookers, the French hookers, slinging yeah. dick. The inventors of hooking. Yes, okay. they were. They were the best. So yeah. you gotta, you know, hats off to that guy. Oh I mean, yeah, he was, he was fantastic. And you're being an asshole right now, but it, 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 it is fantastic, and he did save our country. So shut the fuck up and get over yourself if uh, you've got if you got a problem with uh, his yeah. proclivities when he was over there. Yeah, who doesn't like Ben Franklin? Give him a pass. He saved the country. Also, during that Treaty of Paris, the U.S. agreed to not take get sexual. Agreed not to take uh, to let England still collect debts, like private debts. So. If you were a citizen of 13 colonies, a citizen of England, after the war was over, a lot of people thought, like, yeah, well, I don't have to pay, like, the loan for my house because the banks in England were not part of England. But part of the agreement was they would still have to, like, pay that stuff off. Yeah, like, you're off. Cutting edge radio. I was you're, just going to say, I kind of got lost. You're off uh, scot-free. You're off scot-free on that. So... Wait a second. So we owed them, but because of that treaty, they were like, eh, never mind. Forget well, we it. Broke it's too much work to come over here. We broke away from their country, so it doesn't fucking matter anyway. That's that's a revolution. We're good to go. Right. Well, I mean, what what happened, though, was they still agreed that people would have to pay repay their loans okay. to the Bank of England, even though they were U.S. citizens now. Oh, uh, uh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. It's um, exciting. I guess that's fair. It's so, a, fair. so wow. in the in the Civil War, the French helped us. 
No, the Revolutionary War. Uh, uh, Back in the 1700s. Yeah, because the British like, beat the off. French during the French and Indian War for the conquest of North America for you know the U.S. So we, French we was like, really, screw you. We were really fighting the Revolutionary War because America as colonists, we didn't pay off our debts from the French, American, and Indian Wars. So we still had that going on. And we were just like, <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, no, this is our place now. Get out. Yeah. Like, yeah, it would be the equivalent we've been of, here for a generation. Like, bye. It would be the yeah. equivalent of, like, John's neighbor loaning him, like, 100 bucks. And then John moves. And the neighbor's like, well, I, you, where's the money? It's like, well, I don't live there anymore, so I don't have to pay you. It's like, oh well, you still kill. It was like that. It's like that. It's like that kind of thing. Wow. It's like caveman like rules they're like no well, i don't have that cave anymore and i don't i don't need it don't yeah need but it. you owe me for when you lived there for like two years that's yeah, it. but i'm not there now that money's in the past that's what yeah. i did in the past with credit card debt in my younger foolish days i would like let payments lapse they'd cut it off and then they call me and i'm like well it's cut off i'm not paying it anymore because i don't use it and they're like well it's gonna affect your credit i was like yeah i'm 22 it'll be gone in five years get the fuck out of here it's like, again, it's like that Seinfeld joke where he's like, I, I hate it when they give you the bill at a restaurant after your meal. You're like, but I already ate all this food. Like, I don't want to pay for it now. But I already ate it. I don't want to pay for it now. Cigarette and the mashed potatoes, the belt buckle undone. The belt buckle. What? And you're always so confused by it. Like, what? Can you look at this? Does this look right to you? I don't know what this is. I don't want to pay it. Uh, it is such a strange now, process. What I like to do is, you know, maneuver around the bill so much with a bunch of people that it confuses them. Yeah, yeah. Like play the throw little the, uh, play a little cat and mouse. Throw the waiter into like, oh god, maybe I fucked up. All right, I'm just gonna take off half of this shit. <laughs> yeah, it never works. But as long as you can make them think that they may be fucked up, that's a good thing. There's chance. There's chance. Yeah. There's always a chance. There's always a chance. In so, the old days. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, and again, I'm so green with Civil War because I had horrible teachers and uh, just no interest in it when I was younger. But in the Revolutionary War, that's when we were like Britain, Britain, England, whatever, like get out of here and we're not paying your taxes. Like we're not like under your control anymore. Like, right. yeah, you came over here and like laid the groundwork, but we've all been born here and, and raised here as Americans. Like you're, you're making it impossible to live. Yeah, we're flashing the double bingos. And then the, the, Fre bingos. the French came and helped us. Well, that was the French. There was the French and Indian war that happened in the 1760s. And that was basically the colonists, our colonists were being pushed out by the Native Americans that we were, we were encroaching on their land. Right. So we weren't being pushed out. We were pushing them out and they were fighting back. Yeah, so, they were building their fence around the garden to get the rabbit out. Exactly. Ooh, so actually, deep cut. Phenomenon. Ooh, regular Peter Rabbit. John Travolta. John <laughs> The name of the show. I just watched Face Off today too. So great oh, movie. Great. I just movie. want to take his face off. Anyone who says that's not a good movie, um, just like then you don't like anything good. Yeah. yeah. They, what do you? I, how do you not like it? It should be movie. killed immediately. 
So it's like, yeah, the idea is silly, but every movie's idea is silly. Yeah, exactly. Look at all the James Bond movies. It's stupid. stuff. but I I got into an argument. They're awesome. I I got in an argument today about James Bond with somebody. Oh, really? Uh, Because the new trailer's out and they're like, it's coming to theaters. Like, we're going to do it. Um, and he, he's like, James Bond trailer. Uh, this is going to be the best James Bond yet. And I just, uh, I responded so. with, with a, a snoring emoji, you know, like with the Z's, like the, like I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. asleep. I was like in a world of Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne, James Bond is like a bench warmer. Yeah. He, he took offense to that. Yeah. The, the James Bond franchise, like, they go through phases of like different actors so there was like sean connery is arguably the greatest and then there was like uh you know the other guys uh i've heard an argument for everyone roger moore uh pierce brosnan and and uh yeah daniel craig this will be his fourth one i think yeah and last ones and i always felt as like a james bond fan the last ones are always a little forced and tired like they're ready for a reboot or not even a reboot, just another I can series. See that. And I, I, I love Daniel Craig. I think he did the best job as Bond because he like humanized the character. He made him like suffer more and like showed like anger where the other guys were just so smooth. Well, and he's funny too. Yeah, and he's he really funny. Added a and bit of humor to it as well. And, and he's just dreamy. Those 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 you, blue daggers. He is both a just dreamboat. You both just nailed it on the head. He was funny like he had like a sense of humor he had like a personality to me bond was like this this i'm gonna beat this goofy bad guy and then fuck you you don't know much like, about yeah, play, you look exactly like ace ventura when you did that john <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's due for uh don't i kill this bad guy and then fuck you in the ass <laughs> <laughs> that's better had to dig deep for that one. If yeah, you look, if you break down, one, you're right. If you break, what's that? It'll be his fourth one: Skyfall, Quantum of Solace, Casino Royale. Casino Royale was his first one. Yeah, yeah that's a great. That's probably my favorite. Well, Skyfall that's is so the best. original. They're playing poker. There's all this crap yeah. going on. Yeah, and John and I were talking about like his other movies too, and like what like a, he's a very he, he has a lot of depth as an actor. And like the movie Knives Out, John and I were talking about that probably about two hours ago. Yeah, uh, that is an excellent movie that he's in, and in he's be- he is great. He's serious and hilarious in that. He's and he's so he's good. Different in the beginning, it's hard yes. to like get used to him. Yeah, but by the end of the movie, you're like, they need to make a sequel, and he needs to be the main character, and that's what they're doing. Yeah, yeah he's great. He's good at anything he does. I mean, if you ever awesome. saw the movie Defiance, which is a uh, Kind of an unknown story about the Russian movie. Yeah, they're Russian Jews. It's based on a true story. There's a Russian Jews that were, you know, being killed by Hitler, and a few brothers that were like the last men left alive in this town started this like guerrilla army in the forest, and it ended up like wiping out like a ton of Nazis using like guerrilla warfare. It's a, it's an amazing story. Oh shit! Well, you can't go wrong killing Nazis, so no. And they were they were pretty. They were ruthless too, but he was in that with Lee, uh, Liev Schreiber, and he was great. Okay, um, but yeah, Daniel Day or not Daniel Lewis, Daniel Craig is like I think one of those good actors that just he, he does everything he does is good, even if you don't really like the movie or the franchise, like you like and, him. Yeah, and I would still, even right. though he's been Bond, 
I would still put him like he's a B plus actor. He's not an A plus actor because he, while he has had like that major role, he still hasn't like. I don't yeah, know. like I A minus. Way, way off. He's a layer. No, but like if I said if I said Daniel Craig to my mother, I was like Betty, you, you like Daniel Craig, right? She'd be like, Who's that? Then he's not an A lister. It's like he's A minus. I'd be like James Bond. Then she'd be like, Okay, I know who that actor is. Sure. He was a stormtrooper in The Force Awakens. Yeah. yeah, if you that's how you know you can gauge the popularity. If like mom or grandma yeah, knows it, right. it's okay. It's, it's I, I use that with my dad. If I'm like, hey dad, you listen to Six Nine, and he's like, who? I'm like, ah, he's a, he's a nobody. But you know, my dad will know who Eminem is. That's what I do with your mother. Yeah, you know, like it's one of those kind of things. Um, speaking of films, we have to touch on this. We we lost Chadwick Boseman last week. It was uh, it was a very shocking thing for the world. Um, he kept his colon cancer secret as I guess most people would in, in a public setting. Yeah, remember uh, Robin Quivers? Like all of a sudden, it was like, "Yo, she just beat ca- colon cancer that she was battling for 15 months, and nobody knew." Well, I mean, it's and, not four years playing Black Panther, but still, sure. you don't like announce that to anyone because <coughs> because you want then it to go away. then it's your label, and you're like trying to kick this thing's ass and move on. Yeah, yeah you and then you're. You, you are a figurehead for that that disease then. And that's probably not what he wanted to be. He wanted to be himself. Uh, Think about it. I mean, you, you look at some of the Twitter posts where he was like looking skinny and gaunt back in March and April, and people were, you know, ridiculing him on that. You know, if it was were they? for a new movie rule. People were like, what's going on, dude? And, and they, he was being ridiculed. No, he was fucking dying. People so, are the worst, dude. But but you're absolutely right about it. you don't want that label. Look at Freddie Mercury. He kept AIDS a secret until like the day he died. And now forever, it's always oh Freddie Mercury. He died of AIDS. Yeah, well, that always comes more to recently mind first. Now it's, it's not it's, oh he was one of the greatest rock and roll frontmen ever. After the movie, he died of AIDS. after the movie, it, it's not so much. But it's always like, did you see Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, he's amazing. Oh, I know he's so good. It's a shame he died of AIDS so early. You know, it yeah. is like right there, but I think yeah, the movie the labels on his forehead. Yeah, but the movie, you're right, John. The movie projected him beyond, you know, his disease and yeah, you know, respected his talents. So yeah, yeah Rami Malek. And now the the of course, when Chadwick Boseman died, it was like Friday night. I'm doing I'm working because uh, it's like 1030 and I just take a break from working and check Twitter and this super, super trusted source Rest in peace, King, or rest in power, King, Black Panther. And it was that announcement from his family where it was like, we're sad to, to let you know that he's been battling this for four years. He's been in four Marvel movies as Black Panther, including the movie Black Panther, while fighting and doing like surgeries and having chemo. And it's just unreal. And there's this scene in Black Panther towards the end. <clears throat> Where you think, where the bad guy thinks that he's dead, but he's not. And he kind of shows back up in the middle of this war. And he's like, I never yielded. And as you can see, I am not dead. And I like watched the movie like this week and watching that scene. It's like, I watched it too. I watched it last night. Marvel planned on doing like six more movies, including like a couple Avenger movies with him as like a side character. 
yeah. would have been so cool. He would have been like the new Iron Man of so, that franchise. And yeah, he yeah he definitely was a flagship uh, character. And also his his other roles aside from Black Panther, like the biopics he did, um, he he was just such a versatile actor. Like you know, but like what he did playing Black everybody Panther, everybody loved him. He was like, I have to do it for these kids. So little. One, that little black kids see a black superhero. But two, that little white kids are like, yeah, I want to be a black superhero. And that's cool, too. Yeah. You know, like just the impact that 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 his delivery of that character was just fucking perfect. It, it Dude, it is just like the Heath Ledger Joker thing. But yeah. on like such a grander, more important life scale. Uh, where yeah, you're like, you I don't know how it. we go on. I don't know how we go on without him. Right, you could have replaced that role, you know? Well, I mean, replaced the actor in that role. And it right. wasn't just because he was black. He he was a, an excellent human being who transcended uh, his race and all the races and, you know, brought everybody together. And, you know, there's something to be said for that, and it's a horrible loss for all of us. And I remember when I saw him. Well said. I saw 42 because Harrison Ford was in it. And while the movie was like, all right, we get it. They were racist back then. Uh, he was unbelievable. I remember telling people, yo, whoever so played good. Jackie Robinson is so good. Like, we're going to see him. And then he played James Brown and Thurgood Marshall and <laughs> T'Challa, King of Wakanda. And uh, I feel like Kevin Feige and them are like scrambling to figure out what to do. Because they had huge plans for the next five years with him. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah, it's a shame we lost him. And I think they're going to... That's a huge loss. That's, that's a big deal. And it's another shot in the side of 2020. Fuck I us. Know. Yeah, I think they're going to be respectful with the transition and what they do with Black Panther. Like, they'll be delicate. It's not going to be like... Yeah. Like a James Bond where they just throw somebody else in there. They're like, yo, this is it. They're going to do something different. Yeah, they have to maybe even like write a storyline in there a little bit, you know, to yes. honor him. This, this, yeah. this YouTuber, this Good YouTube point. guy, Robert, Robert Meyer Burnett, he was like, tie in the real story. Like, this impacted everyone. And don't yeah. insult our intelligence. And, and just start off with his funeral. And then the mantle of Black Panther yeah. passes we're on. We're all going to know. Yeah, we're right. Know. Like, Exactly. Like, don't insult our intelligence. Like, he's dead. Start the next movie off with him dying, and some. We have to decide now who is the new Black Panther. Yeah. Good point. You should write a treatment. <laughs> There's no funnier word like script, screenplay, treatment. Treatment. Treat. Hey, do you have a script? No, I have a treatment. <laughs> treatment? What? Is this some bomb for my parents? Yeah, treatment with like syphilis. <laughs> I have some aloe. Uh, aloe. But yeah, yeah it's it's incredible tough. loss. R.I.P. Rest in power, Chadwick. Rest in power, King. In a year Both. when we lost 180,000 to this virus that we just were dumb enough to let spread all over the place uh, and be like the embarrassment of the world, we also lost Kobe Bryant and Chadwick Boseman. Two people who I was like, Tom, I, can't, I can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah. Every time and I saw two people that had so much to offer our society going forward, you know, they were just in the prime and getting ready to do that. So, totally. yeah, we have missed out. 
on that. Kobe yeah. was was tough, man. That was a that, that was Chadwick Boseman esque, where you're you're like, what? Yeah, what? You couldn't uh, believe like, it. To me, I didn't believe it for the first hour. I didn't Dude, either. I was I thought praying it was one of those hoaxes. Praying yeah. both. Of them. I thought this, so yeah, this is bullshit. He didn't he didn't die. He's fine. A helicopter crash? No, this is so Come fake. On. I remember that day Kobe died, as we all do, and I was like, my sister-in-law said, oh, Kobe Bryant died. What? Helicopter crash. What? And then I saw it was in Calabasas, and my first reaction, honest to God, was, it's too, like, foggy to be flying a helicopter. It was really foggy that day how here in Los Angeles. How far is that from you, Clark? Calabasas, like, from where you are right now? Ah, uh, it's about eight to ten miles. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, maybe a little, a little bit less. Adventure Boulevard, there's Tarzana, where I live, Woodland Hills, Calabasas. So it's maybe like six to ten miles, somewhere in that radius. But it was a cloudy, foggy day where you're like, I don't know, man, that's rough. That Flying through the mountains like that. When you have those moments where you're like, oh, they probably shouldn't drive in that car. Or, you know, you see, you, you make some weird observation and yeah. then something bad happens where you're like, maybe I should have said it out loud. No, not even that, but you get away with yes. it. Oh, you get away yeah. with it. Like, you know, yeah, I, I shouldn't drive tonight. Oh, but I got home. I'm okay. It was too rainy. It, the streets were too slippery. Yeah. I got home. It was okay. You know, it's that one time where it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just takes a long time. Right. It's a big name, then, you know, and that's right. exactly probably what Kobe was thinking. Like, hey, it's foggy, but we'll get through it. We'll be all right. They weren't. Yeah, it also boils down to discretion of the pilot. He should have been like, it's it's too risky. Yeah, the pilot should have grounded him and said, hey, I'm not I'm not even pulling this bird off the ground uh, for another yeah. two or three hours. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like we all think that Kobe's like in charge it's like no the captain of the freaking the pilot yeah. of the helicopter is the boss uh, yeah. you know it doesn't matter who's on that thing uh right and, and he made the stupid call yeah stupid uh yeah unfortunately well it's been a shitty year it makes and you it really makes you think it makes, makes you think what chances you'll take when it comes to safety with your children like if I'm if Kobe didn't do that, I probably would be less safe as a dad. Well, and and now because ooh. he did that, I've learned. So there is like a positive. Like if it was the three of us, like getting on a helicopter, you know, yeah. that like I would go. Yeah, like, I'd be like, I don't know. But if one of our kids was on board, I'd be much less. I'd be much more reserved. I'm like no way, we don't need to go. And that's horrible because it's like, but it's it's you put. You put their health and safety before yours, absolutely. Yeah, oh, true. God, I wish I listened to my own advice. Yeah, I don't take any chances with that kind of stuff. Like I've done stupid shit, but I'm not like I'm not gonna fly this Christmas with coronavirus still running rampant. I don't care how many masks are on an airplane. I'm just not doing that. You know, there's just certain things that you're like, that's not. You know worth why? It. You know why? And this like correlates to people that support trump but i don't i'm trying not to talk about him on this um, hey buddy you're okay you're with friends you're with friends you're with bob i'm about to take my shirt off too it's gonna get sexy it's like i'm just trying to be trying to bring sexy back i'm i'm doing all the right things <clears throat> a lot of people are doing all the right things 
but it doesn't matter because 50 kids at a fucking college party aren't doing all the right things. Spread it all around, spread it to their teachers, their teachers spread it to their their wives, their wives go to work, spread it to the coworkers. And then in, and then two weeks they all figure out that they have it. And who the fuck have they interact? You know, like could be the, hundreds. John. This is just going to take forever because we're all so dumb, stupid. And that is like when Trump tells people in North Carolina to vote twice, and there's right wing people who will be like, "Oh, he's just you know whatever." We know we're not going to do that, but it, you don't realize there's so many people that are like, "Yeah, I'm voting twice." I'm going to vote twice because Trump told me to. I don't right, trust. Dude, they're just so dumb. Which is a felony. Yeah, you know why? Because I got two tires on the back of my truck, too. And my penis is so small. I, I reckon. Oh, right on the back of my pickup truck. Right, just because you're my right. cousin doesn't mean we can't get it. Oh. And every house in yeah. the state has at least five guns. It's Hunter Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. Hunter Thompson. My cousin and I or my sister can get it. it. Oh. And none of us have ever trimmed our pubes. Oh, I know somebody... Um, that I work with in some capacity of who when like the lockdown went into effect in LA they had some party and they were like I was like why why are you doing that you're gonna, you're gonna get sick and they're like well you know I already paid all this money for stuff I feel bad throwing it but like I already like bought all this stuff and then I saw on the Instagram the other night last night she posted up pretty good for a Wednesday and it's her bunch of people hanging out no masks I'm like she's like 23 I'm like you're part of the fucking problem man Right. We like, cannot be trusted. We cannot we can't. be governed. We can't be trusted. This country has been like, like, we for the past like 70 years. And now it's like, okay, stop. We can't. Yeah. We like don't know how to. And we I don't, don't know, know how to. Right. I'm sorry to be to cut you off. Sorry. We don't know how to. And you can't just say, hey, social distance and expect people to do the greater good. You need to put, if you want to really do that, you need to declare fucking martial law. Make it yes. ugly. Put tanks in the street. Be like, you're staying inside until yeah. this blows over. People are going out. I've been out every day since the quarantine. Right. It's like doing something. Don't wait for the protesters to go out there and then go beat the snot out of them. Just don't let them get out there. Right. It's going to keep going on because of that reason. It's a oh good my. point. I know. It's like, could we just maybe go a month without a cop killing a black guy or paralyzing one? Yeah, could we like, start with that? I am not defending any side because I can't because I've never been in either situation. And I don't know if I would react differently than the cop or the criminal. I have no idea. But just right, don't, good don't kill someone. Try not to kill someone, please. Yeah, can we stop doing Sh that just for a little bit? Dude, shoot them in the fucking legs. My God, you're not going to paralyze them. You're not going to kill them. Shoot Deploy them in the taser. knees. Take out their knees like Terminator. You know what's crazy, too, is with, like, the cop shootings, is it's still happening. Like, barring a criminal pointing a gun at you, if they're unarmed, like, they're still getting shot. It's like, with everything going on in the news and all the riots and people getting fired over this, like, why would you even want to risk that at this point? If I were a cop and I saw this, I'd be like, I'm not taking out my gun unless there's a gun pointed at me. Their ignorance is just rampant like the coronavirus. Did you see the video of the worst one? That, that, that white yeah, guy just, that white guy talking down the cop. Like the cop's got a gun pulled on the white guy in his truck. And the guy's in the in a truck with his daughter, this this redneck. 
and he's and he, gets, he gets out and he's screaming at the guy. The cop's like, don't make me shoot you. And he's like, you're pointing your gun at me. I'm in the car with my kid, with my daughter. I'm like, black guy would be lit up by now. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> lit up. But if you shoot him in the kneecaps, this isn't a problem. Well, that's unfortunately, that's not how we train. It's not how we train. We train to eliminate the threat. And you yeah, know how you, you think that would eliminate the threat? I mean, you would eliminate the threat by taking out his legs. Well, no. You eliminate the threat by, by shooting him in center mass. Right. But that eliminates his life. Yeah. And center foot. mass. What a good word. For a second, I thought, John, you were wearing overalls. Yeah. And I, I didn't know how to feel about that, but I just realized it's the shirt. <laughs> but I thought it was overalls. I was, like, I was like, isn't it like 100 degrees there? What's going on? That's a great I, shirt, by the way. I'm ready to comply. But like, I'm not like, I'm not trying to like throw down like anything that's like, you know, you know, justifying what they're what we're doing. It is, it is, how we're trained, and that's how we're trained. And I was trained that way. That officer was trained that way. And you know what? The the shooting that took place in Kenosha, I think it was Kenosha. Kenosha shot. Kickers. He got Pol- shot in Pol- the back Pol- seven Pol- times. Doesn't matter that you got shot in the back. He was going for a weapon. Right. And so nice. does the officer wait for him to go for the weapon and then come at him with it? Right. No. You eliminate the threat right there and shoot him in the back seven times if you had to. You know what? He only got he got shot seven times because the officer ran out of bullets. He should have shot him twelve times. Oh, I fund- fundamentally, I agree with what you're saying. Just of, unload. You know protect the officers my point is this though with everything going on like for it personally i i would be very hesitant because i'll be like ah, i'm gonna start like a riot by doing this no and you it's think that very difficult i'm not a cop i couldn't when you start thinking it. that though yeah. like the guy's gonna pull a knife out of the car and cut you right and i'm not and an expert so or a cop, so i'm not qualified to comment on that you know and and neither am i because i'm not a street cop either so but I train the same way, and unfortunately, like that's You're how more we're qualified trained. than both. That's how, well, that's how we train, and I'm not saying everything was exactly right in terms of what happened there. It's an awful situation. It's absolutely horrible. Somebody is paralyzed now. Somebody got shot seven times in the back. There's nothing to be like clapping about and cheering on our side for that. No. There's somebody who's paralyzed for that, and it's an awful situation, and things do need to change. Absolutely. But the officer acted well within their training and they acted within, you know, their rights to, to do that because he was non-complicit. The taser failed three times hitting him with tasers. that. They tried non-lethal right. force. Always a problem and, with the taser. No. Oh, and then he went around to the other side while they're pointing guns at him. Like what right human being would, would you walk to the other side of your car to get a knife out? If cops are drawing down on you with like, weapons, it, it always is doing? so. It's always so chaotic. Like there's all these people watching and screaming, and uh, everyone's shouting at the same time, and no one can hear. If <laughs> if that man would have just said, like, I'm gonna lay down right now. Listen, just take I me. Have, I have three children in the car. C- can someone deal with them first? Sure. And and like then there you go. No one's shot. No no one's. 
yeah, like that's how I would have handled it. But like, yeah, yeah. with law, I, I don't know what's going on. Guns, you're not gonna like make sudden movements. He he shouldn't have done that. He should um, it, he didn't deserve to be shot. But it, it's and I I am completely biased too. So was was his push back on me on that? Push back on that. And he, you know, nobody gets deserved to get shot like he did, but it happens. And he in that situation, he if it was you or me, we would have gotten shot too. It doesn't matter that he was black. Do you think it does in LA? Uh, they won't. They won't even arrest a white guy with a gun. Do you? That happened the, last weekend at my brother-in-law's place. There was a homeless guy that pulled a gun, and this guy ripped it out of his hand like this vigilante. And they called the cops, and the cops didn't even arrest him. My brother-in-law was like, "Well, he pointed a gun at me," and I'm like, "Ah, it's a BB gun and coronavirus. We're not going <laughs> to take him." If that was a black guy, he would be in the car heading yeah, you're downtown. Right. You're, you're right. I'm, I'm telling you, they're racist. You're right, Clark. You're right. I mean, not everywhere, many but here. Movies about it. It's yeah, like it's well, known. well documented. Um, did, did Bob? One question. Two questions. Uh, first one: Did the taser not work because the taser was faulty, or because he was like loaded up on something and just wasn't feeling it? No, oh. taser tasers tasers are very difficult because they. That's like a fifty-fifty chance when you fire that at somebody, it's got to hit at two points that are going to cause a connection. So it's got to hit like at two points, you know, on top of my chest and over here to really, you know, make it work. And oh. half the time it doesn't work. My brother, who's a parole officer in North, North Philly, has deployed his taser probably 15 times. It's worked twice. Oh, wow. That so, bad. And, and a, let me tell you something. Thing. When you shoot somebody with a taser, they're already going to be really pissed off at you. Yeah. You better be ready to tackle their ass and start beating the hell out of them. Oh, do you remember in the early 2000s when there was a big debate about, like, tasers? They're like, it could stop your heart. You know, should police have tasers? Don't we wish we were back in those days where our biggest problems were, like, are tasers bad? Well, yeah, I, I wish we were, and I wish we had a president who uh, didn't have— uh, Who was smart? Yeah. <laughs> who didn't just, like, want to throw red meat to his base— uh, and and just like say bullshit. So, I wish we had uh, somebody like Clark the Shark right there. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. I agree with you. Clark, I wish we had better Clark leadership. Wilson. And Clark, you mentioned uh, vigilante, or maybe Bob, you did. Uh, I was Clark. What's this kid Rittenhouse? Kyle Rittenhouse, maybe that's his name. The kid with the AK-47 who killed two people. And the cops like gave him gave him water, and he's just like yeah, some and, kid. And Trump Trump will not, you know, speak out against like what he's doing and speak out against those vigilantes. Like we don't need holster sniffers out there trying to create. Yeah, what are you, the Punisher? No, we can't. Yeah, because that's a we slippery slope. We don't need seventeen-year-olds, you know. Taking the law to the road because hands. Then anyone will start they're doing idiots. it. Normally they're idiots. Like they want to be cops and they really can't be because they've done something fucked up. Yeah, they're all Richard Jules. Yeah. Well, Richard Jules. Well, maybe man. Richard Jules, he was proven innocent, but he was a good man. He was a good Great. man. He's a good man. He was just unfortunate uh, too. Listen to this. Nearly one million has been raised for Kenosha shooting suspect Kyle Rittenhouse, according to a Christian fundraising site and a the Christian team's lawyers. Fundraising site, Christians. Fuck them. They're not. <sighs> what are they? They all need doing? to fucking hell. They're what pieces of shit. What are they doing? 
390000 to help pay legal costs for Kyle Rittenhouse. One of Rittenhouse's attorneys, Lynn Wood, said on Twitter Monday night that more than 11,000 people had donated a total of 605550 That's That's a problem, dude, because that, that's given like, him a pass to just go out there. Dude, well, it goes down to, like, it goes down here. to, you know, what we're talking about with our democracy. These people hate the other side so much that they're willing to fund this asshole's way out when he executed two people. Bob, let me ask you a scary scenario that keeps me up at night. How long is it going to take, or how long is it going to be before Americans on both sides, Democrats, Republicans, are just shooting at each other in the streets like a civil war? Because we're heading that way with all the violence and the right versus left and this. Are we there? Dude, I, I texted Bob about this a couple months ago. I was like, dude, I feel like I need a gun because eventually I'm going to have to defend my home from people just breaking into it. See, we and shouldn't you know, feel that way. Yeah, you shouldn't You're feel right. that shouldn't. But, but you know what? You should have a gun. And I think both of you should have a firearm available uh, just for your own defense. Not to be militant, but for your no, own smart. It, it feels stupid it. not to at this point. Because that's know, all they talk about. We're the ones with all the guns. Yeah. You know what? That sucks. That sucks that we have to do that. That people like you, you, you two, who are not gun guys, no. who, you know, like, like don't, don't deal with guns, don't yeah. deal guns, but now you're going to have to have one. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, I got to do that and get you down here and take me to a gun range and show me how not to blow my shoulder out of the socket yeah jen said she wants to get a gun and she's like oh, we'll keep it locked up and safe and i'll pay for no, it you don't keep it locked up if you get a gun you keep it in your drawer and you keep it ready to go Let's you don't to lock that damn thing up keep it on my ankle 24 7 yeah deuce deuce in my boot i would have to get the gun what is it a colt 45 the one that Rick Grimes has? Yeah, that's the kind I want. Like the <laughs> that's big the one. That's the kind I want too, but yeah. I don't think that would be Bob's suggestion for some reason. You need to get a 40 caliber. Uh, just get a good Glock 40 caliber. Uh, Glock makes a cheap handgun. You want a cheap handgun 40 caliber. Very easy to draw down on target. And once you draw down on target, you're going to be able to send. That has a 13 round magazine. You're going to be able to send 14 rounds into that individual who's coming into your house. So what's cheap? Yeah. What is cheap? Glock. But like what, Glock what's the price gun. range? Glock handgun. You don't need a rifle. You don't need anything. I want a musket. I don't want a rifle a at all. Handgun. Yeah. I want like break yourself. With the flint and with the musket, I would have to reload <laughs> 30 <laughs> seconds. Well, Clark, then you're going to ready. You are going to die. <laughs> Bob, well, how, how much, how much would that cost? Range? Yeah. Uh, 300 bucks. Mm. It's not bad. Pricey. What if I buy one off the street from a criminal with the um, vid number shaved off? Is that okay? Oh, it's not okay, but you're going to save some money. I mean, Bob, I trust your judgment because I know you're a smart guy with that stuff. So if you say a forty, what a Glock forty caliber, a Glock forty caliber, you need forty caliber. That's takedown power because you'll. That bullet's going to hit that person, and as soon as that bullet passes through their body and hits a piece of bone or muscle tissue or anything like that, it's going to mushroom out massively. Isn't that And crazy? it's going to literally take them off their feet. It's like magic bullets. <coughs> yeah. Like I trust your judgment. That's what I will get then. If we purchase a firearm, it will be yes, a forty cal. And the Glock is uh, 
there's less moving parts. It's very functional and very easy to use, very user-friendly. So I highly recommend it. That's what you have? That's what I carry uh, for my duty carry, yeah. Do you have to clean it a lot? Duty. Uh, I clean it every time I uh, qualify with it, but you I've don't seen really clean it before. It, it was yeah. more of just a demonstration. Oh, yes. a demonstration. Yeah. I did it uh, pantsless, too, in front of John. So he, was, he, saw, he saw my other gun. I have a chubby. <laughs> Do you feel a lot of the protest or misplaced rage from people being stuck inside from coronavirus? No. You think it would have happened if this same events happened in 2019? People would have been pissed like this? Yeah. I think it's a small I, percentage. I think uh, the... The people that it affects most, the black people, uh, would have been pissed the most about it. Uh, maybe not all the white people with the – I think we have a lot of white people in this country who don't have a whole lot to do. And they're yeah. – to uh, They're looking for a cause or a purpose. Exactly. I think exactly. white people, though, need to stop saying, like, well, I'm, I'm more offended than you at this. Because nobody's more offended of racism it, than black people. It's like – yeah, There's a like, lot of like, like I'm really offended. Not as much as it's, that guy. It, it goes to the general rule. Like those who are speaking a lot are not doing shit. And, you know, yeah. that's how like for me internally, like I don't want to like get into it too deep, but I've just kept it to myself just because I know where I am. I don't need to go shout it to the rooftops to like prove that I'm anti-racist i just am continuing to be anti-racist like i've always been that's it good point i feel like a lot of people that are the loudest care the least they're just trying to like look good make a name people it's the same people on the liberal side that bark the loudest there it's the same people on the conservative side the sean hannity's uh the tucker carlson's the people who are out there just trying to get ratings and who are really just pieces of shit human beings like Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson. I would like, they need to be set on fire and die. Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Oh, if I could have five, bag. if I could have five minutes alone in a room with him and like, I wouldn't go to jail or anything. I'd probably go down with him pretty hard and like hurt him. Yeah. And anybody who listens to this, who listens to them and agrees with them and follows them, go fuck yourself. And yeah, go fuck find yourself. me. Message me, direct message me, and and tweet us. Direct message me, and I'll find you in an alley, and we'll figure it out. I feel like show sponsored by Jolt Cola. I feel like if I were, if we could get Tucker Carlson on this show for five minutes, uh, like we would be able to, we would get him to expose himself as just like a phony, and no one would pay attention or listen to him or take him seriously ever again. Yeah, it's all he is. He gets a free pass at Fox News, which it's, everybody gets a free pass there because that's a bullshit news network anyway. They're like Fox yeah, News bullshit. They're, they're like bullshit. The heels in WWF wrestling, but yeah. like the whole country is following them as if it's gospel. It's frightening. It is frightening, but they eat it up like cake water. But if there weren't any good guys, or if there weren't any bad guys, there wouldn't be any good. What was that, Clark? That was BB-8, but you can't really see it. It's a little hologram. Oh, yeah, I see him. I see him. Oh, yeah, but it's awesome. That's that's, cool. That's really cool. I got all these little toys up here. Yeah. C3. I thought I was cool with all my uh, die-cast race cars. 
You're that's cool. cooler. I would rather have the die diecast no, race. No, your yours are way cooler. So, Dick Trickle <coughs> disagree. But uh, Dick Trickle. Yeah. So I got engaged. Yes. yes. Got to talk about this. Congratulations, Congrats, Bob. Congrats, brother. Well done. How'd it go? What was the the scenario? Well, it went well. She accepted. Uh, and I remember uh, you. I remember you kind of throwing out like, "What? Uh, what direction do I take? Like, here's my plan. What do you guys think?" And I just remember because I had this grand plan for Heather. Yeah. And I was so fucking like antsy that like I couldn't go through with the plan, and I just ended up getting down on one knee in our family room with Shark Week on TV. That's what I did. Same and thing. I, just, I couldn't. I couldn't like wait for was, like the the you know the reveal like oh we're at this restaurant and all this setup i just couldn't go through with it i was too jacked we yeah, just want to yeah. do it like a band-aid so we i was like dude just do it whenever you want to do it man we apparently are a pathetic bunch because i did the exact same thing and shark week was playing in the background wow and i did it before we went out to dinner because i literally told her like I can't fucking wait any longer no way. because I want to go to dinner. I want to enjoy my fucking dinner. <laughs> Imagine sitting there. Fucking the marry time. me. God damn it. Like what guys can do that? Like go to the dinner, sit oh, down at the God. table the whole time. That ring is burning a yeah. fucking volcano. Yeah. In your yeah. How do you like restrain <laughs> yourself? Is that yeah. you Clark? You did the same way. Yeah. I had this plan. It was, it was really cheesy. I'm not like, the, the kind of guy that's like, there's roses, there's a trail of roses and a poem at the end and clues. Like, it's I like just, we could, we could come up with those ideas, but we could never execute them. Right. It would just look stupid. So I was going to get, terrible. I was <laughs> going to get so a McDonald's sloppy. Happy Meal and put it in there and be like, I got us Happy Meals. And it was like, oh, what's your prize? And it would have been the ring. But that night, the cat got out and was like on the other side of the building. And I was like freaking out. So I was like, I'm not going to put this off because I already said in my mind I'm going to do this. So I just did it in the family room. It was like, here you go. And it was like, oh, that's amazing. I was like, all right, I gotta go find the cat. So that whole plan went out the window. I um, gotta go find the cat. But <laughs> yeah, Bob, when you did it, it was before dinner, right? Yes, correct. So then when you guys went out, you did the obligatory like she said yes photo. That was at that night at dinner. Yeah, the one I sent to you guys, I think that evening. Okay. Did she uh, have an inkling? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I point. told her, like, hey, this, I'm going to propose to you in two weeks. Isn't, isn't, did you? I, see, I yeah. did the same thing. I was like giving Heather all these hints. I was like, send me what exact ring you want. Send that to me. And yes. I'm going to buy it. I did the exact same thing with Vanessa. Yeah. Show me exactly what you want so I can get you exactly what you want. And the worst thing that can happen is, hey, guess what? We got to resize it. Yes, that's right. It. And it's all because for me in the office, when Jim just tells Pam, he's like, yeah, I'm going to propose like it's coming. And he, and yeah. I was like, oh, I guess you can just tell him it's coming. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. There you go. That so office good. had some good guidelines for that kind yeah. of thing. That for is real. Exactly what I did. And she knew it was coming. And she knew it was even coming that day. Did she cry? No, I did. Did, did you? Did you? Yeah, and she and she even said like, "Okay, now that you propose to me, you're gonna cry." And I was like, "Yes, I am." Like, I'm so happy for oh, you, man! man Congratulations. I can't wait to meet this broad. She, she's a hell of a lot tougher than I am. And thank you for that too. I appreciate that. How uh, how long have you guys? How long have you known her? Eleven months. 
it's good timing. It's enough yeah. time. She, you know, yeah. she's not and an iceberger. About seven months outside of the trunk of my car. So, yeah, it's been good. Wow. <laughs> I think I, if I had the money, I was so poor when Heather and I first started dating. I would have proposed like after a month, but I had to like you know wait to pay oh. off some credit card debt. It's like Michael Scott. It's three years' salary, right? No, no, <laughs> no. That's not three years' salary. Remember that? It's three. three the rig yes. is three years' salary, right? Oh, like, wow. Oh. No, but like, it's been ten months, and it's been like it, when you're our age, you know, and you guys are the same age, you know, we're all 37, 38, You know. Yeah, right. You know, quick, know, you know quickly. Right. And so if true. you can tell that she knows, yeah. then you're like, all right, let's just, uh, this is great. Thank God. Right. No okay. thinking. That's probably well, why people that get married in their 20s, like 50% of divorce, because it's more of like, it's exciting to get married, but you don't even know the person. We're at our age. Like you, you should know get married. You should get married. If you've been together for so many years, oh my God, you've been college sweethearts. You need to get married. Oh, dear. Yeah, and, have, and have kids. Holy crap. And you get like a real job and like live on your own. And you're like, yeah, this is not. You know what I need? A fucking time machine to go back and literally go back to when I'm 19 in high school and destroy my balls. Just destroy my balls. Destroy my balls. Yeah. And just take Tear a, them off. Take a crowbar and a, yeah. a Lovecraft mallet. Go fire singing. Hit go that fire singing. I'm, I'm going to be a singer and I'll just tear them off. You get Jimmy Jog right in the hoo-ha. But it is, it is interesting. It's like. <laughs> You get to if you're if if you can, you get to like practice with someone for like a long time, and then you're like, I don't think I can do it with this one anymore. Or you're like, I think I can. Actually, I like, know I can. Perfect your craft, and then and but then like, do you, what you gotta do. Yeah, like you hit a space where you're like all right, I can keep doing this with this one. Or you're like, nope, I am not doing this. I need to do what I only know how to do with somebody else. And then, I'd, I'd rather hug a grenade. Right, right. Do you ever, you ever date somebody hug like a grenade. high school or early 20s and things are going great and all of a sudden there's some red flag thrown out there like a month into it. You're like, whoa. Like the racist, or, yeah, something like that, or they're like, oh, like something stupid, like something like, stupid, yeah, like their nipples are weird, yeah, yeah, or hairy, like the turkey thermometers, you <laughs> turkey, chewed on pencil erasers, turkey thermometer. Tonight's show is called Turkey Thermometers. <laughs> what does that mean? But I think, it, I think in those those years when you're like well, in your twenties. And you find those flaws. <laughs> yeah, right. You find those flaws that uh, bother you. Eventually, you kind of just like give them a pass for like the overall yeah. package. Sure. You're like, oh, God, if I, if, I'm, if I nitpick this much, I'm never going to find anyone. Right. Yeah, if I'm going right. to Jerry Seinfeld the shit out of this, then yeah, yeah. I'm fucked. Jenny McCarthy is not available. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that... Speaking of Seinfeld, John mentioned a, a few shows how it lost its like magic with the laugh track. I, I was watching it recently, and I, I feel like the women Jerry dates in the show are gorgeous. He gets like for an average looking guy that's not really famous in the show. Yeah, oh, that yeah. wore goofy clothes, like the jeans tucked in with no belt. He he got a lot of bagged girls, and when you watch him, like ah, she 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 did this. I'm I'm gonna break up. It's like if that's the least of your problems, like you're a 
you're a nut job. You're a sociopath. Oh, yeah, remember? Trem Kramer was pulling. Somebody says to him, oh, <laughs> yeah. so, you're, so you're insane. And he goes, oh, yes, quite. Because <laughs> he goes, I, I opened my belt buckle a little violently at the urinal in the public restroom, and it clanged against it. So that's it for that. He throws out his belt. Throws it out. She's like, so you're insane. And he goes, oh, yes, quite. quite, yeah. quite. Yeah, it's quite. like when he breaks up with a woman because she sneezes when she's naked and he doesn't like how she looks when she sneezes naked. No, like she <laughs> she, she walked around naked all the time and he's yeah. like brushing your hair. And he tried to do it too and she didn't like it. <laughs> brushing your hair naked is good. Uh, coughing naked is not good. <laughs> is not good. Oh, God. But yeah, Bob, congratulations, man. Jar. Yeah, man. So no, uh, I appreciate that, and yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. And the wedding will be streamed at the Franklin Speedway. Is that where the ceremony is taking place? Uh, the Indianapolis <laughs> Five Hundred. Yeah, the wedding Pocatos, will be streamed at the uh, Franklin, North Carolina Speedway. The Talladega campsite. I would like for you all to uh, donate to uh, our wedding and our life together. The uh, charity is uh, at Bob Coons. I, I think your registry needs to be like the NASCAR shop at NASCAR.com slash shop. We aren't going to have a registry. You have to, though. You got to do like a NASCAR thing. Uh, no. does she, she doesn't want like a big wedding. No, literally, we are going to – we've already set the date, October 24th. Uh, huh. One of her best friends, uh, Craig, uh, a gay guy, is going to be the uh, officiant at the wedding. Fabulous. Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. He's awesome, and I love him. I love him to death, and we call it the thruple with him. Oh, uh, nice. Oh, nice. He was. He went on vacation with us last week. Uh, are, are you getting married in Franklin, North Carolina? Yes. It'll be actually just north in Highlands, North Carolina. There's so, not really a Franklin Speedway, though, right? No, Highland, Highlands. You, you made that up. You made that up, and it was excellent. And I I really liked it. And I'm just. Gonna, but isn't there something? Uh, isn't there Franklin, Tennessee, or something where something yeah, happened? Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. Right okay. outside of Nashville. And that's so, where the old Speedway used to be on the fairgrounds. So I think that might be where you are getting it from there, Clark. That's probably where the ADHD mind went with that. Yeah. <laughs> the ADHD mind. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's real. It's very real. Yourself a little bit more credit than that, buddy. Yeah, right. Oh. It's like the weird connections. It's like, yeah, I don't it's... know. That's just what it came up with. Yeah. Did, but, did... but good for you. Are you – so is it the ceremony like a – you said it was like a courthouse kind of thing? Well, it's going to be her and I, uh, Craig, who is going to officiate the wedding. Uh, he's going to get, uh, uh, you know, the certified. Yeah, the certification by the state, which you know anybody can do. Right. The bullshit. Yeah. So and then the photographer, and then one other witness, and that's it. That's cool, man. That's a good. That's the way to do it. Simple. That's what Jen and I did. Just now, we're going to fly to Jamaica and. Ooh, Yaman, Jamaica sandals. Oh yeah, the world's largest freshwater pool. Sandals. Yeah, Yeah, piss water pool. That's fun, man. When's the honeymoon? Is you guys doing like right after? You gonna wait? We're gonna wait a few weeks and then go to sandals. That's cool, man. You're gonna have a great time. Oh my god, you guys are gonna have so much fun. Just drink and eat and lay out on the beach. Yeah, and they don't let you tip like nothing. Oh, that's right. There's no tipping. Like, they literally scold you if you tip. Where? So, at Sandals? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like their policy? 
They yeah. punch you. I got yeah. a tip for you. Get yourself you a pair of socks. I got a tip for you. I got a fucking knuckle sandwich for your face, ass. Sandwich. You got a, uh, you, you're going for a week? Uh, five nights for that. That's amazing. Are you going to snorkel? Uh, I might. She won't. You're going to see a lot of sharks, man. It's like one of the best scuba diving places in the world. It's like oh, yeah. Jamaica, Bahamas, Cozumel. No, I love South Africa. I love swimming with the fish. Like my first honeymoon, I swam with barracudas and everything. Oh, and damn, like, I love barracudas. I love that stuff. Oh, it's so cool. They, they won't hurt you. They're not gonna yeah, hurt you. Yeah, a barracuda yeah. stole. Barracuda stole a red snapper from me. That was like this Whoa. big, no, but like it was edible, and I had it up to the surface, and this barracuda and went, thing hit it. Did it right <laughs> off the hook. I was like, ah. You dick, I paid 40 bucks to do that. I paid 40 bucks to get screwed by a barracuda. <laughs> Bob, when you're in Jamaica, you have to go to Margaritaville. There is this water slide there that is, would, it would be illegal in the States. It Ooh. shoots you like a rocket ship. Dude, I, I, like I've been on it like Jimmy 90 Buffet. times because I've been there a couple times uh, over my life. And I, all I do is go down that thing and then get shots to rum. Well, you know what? That's you the like ocean. It's right up. It's right up my fucking alley. Dude, so. it's it's so fun, but it's also like, like I said, it's not like regulation. So uh, it you, doesn't matter. I'll be. You fine. make it like a bruised elbow or knee because you okay. shoot out that thing. It's a class action park. Totally, but it shoots Dude, in like, the ocean. It's I got a brilliant slices on the bottom of that ocean. I forget the name. I forget the name of water park that I went to with my kids here in Georgia. That's all indoors, and it was right before we all shut down because of COVID. And there's literally a slide that is for the first like 150 feet. It's all straight down, and you literally just stand on a trap door, and they lock you in, and you're just like, "See you later." And they open the trap door. Sign and a waiver. And you just drop. There's a place like that in Carowinds in North Carolina. Yeah, it's the same. It's probably the same thing. It's I did that. I did that once, and you get like the wedgie of a lifetime. Oh yeah, yeah. A topic like, wedgie. Still, I still can't find my bathing suit. It was inside my asshole. It's still inside my asshole. I wrecked him forever. <laughs> it's lodged. It requires surgery, insurance, and a four hundred one k deposit. It has my four hundred one k. Well, congratulations, man. That's a that's a huge deal. I'm really happy she's, for that, you. She's awesome, and I can't wait for you guys to meet her. So, oh yeah, I know. She's I great. can't wait to meet her. And uh, you know, being friendly with uh, you know good guys like you, it's uh, it's opened my eyes a little bit to see how you know I can be a much happier human being as well. So, I don't I, take my word for it. I'm dead inside, but <laughs> I've got a good facade. <laughs> I appreciate. I appreciate your friend. Yeah, some days I even fool myself. Yeah. I cut to feel alive. <laughs> no, I'm, it's I'm, thank you, thank yeah, you very yeah, much. Brother, no, of course, it's, it's awesome. all a pursuit of happiness. Yes, it is. It's not pleasure; it's joy. Because pleasure is temporary. Yes, I'm going to need a Mexican named Jose. <laughs> Do you know who I'm quoting? It's not pleasure; it's joy. Yeah. No. I'm quoting the great George Lucas. <gasps> he gave this speech a couple of years ago that Genius. I like stumbled upon, and he talks about his life and how he becomes, uh, how he became a, a movie maker. And he's like, joy 
is when you're doing stuff with other people because it lasts however long you want it to last. And that's what life is about, seeking joy because pleasure will come and go. I like it. Genius, man. I know. He's the same guy that said you should be able to watch a movie. If it's a good movie, you can watch it with no sound and still understand everything going on, which you can with like all the Star Wars movies. If you watch them without sound, that's like the mark of a good movie is what he believes. And I believe that too. He's a genius guy. I mean, I don't know if he wrote the line because I don't think he wrote Empire Strikes Back. But do or do not, there is no try by Yoda is like the best thing It's ever. up there. It's like, don't tell so, me you're trying to do something. You're just either doing it or you're not. Yeah. We do, can all take a page out of his book. Yeah. Have you guys watched... Um, the Val, switching gears a little bit. The Val on HBO about the Nexium cult. Oh. The Val? Like V A L? V V O W. Oh, the Val. Yeah, the Val. No. Ooh. Oh, Bob, what are those? They look like cartoon candy. Oh, they are. Oh, gummy oh. worms? I, I was yeah. just eating gummy worms. <laughs> are those it's sour or sweet? Both. Remember it's when gummy little... worms used to just no, be. No, it's called like... diabetes. Yeah. It's called diabetes. Remember, gummy worms used to be like yellow and red, and you're like, "I'll eat three. I have a stomach ache." Yeah. Now they're I, coated in sugar I and salt. Stomach ache. Cocaine. Yeah. Jed got all this chocolate um, today, like Rock chocolate rocks. and all this tea and stuff. And I'm, I'm oh, looking at. It, I was like, "What fucking brands are these? Are these some like third world country?" And I'm like, "Oh, they're weed. They're edibles." But I was like this close during a work hour, like not not you know, on some chocolates, you know. And I was like, "Oh, it's called the the highest chocolate." But it was like an Altoids case, and I was like, "What is this?" And I saw the label, and I was like, "Oh, no, Dude, not not this doing this." Toys? It even came with a label. Yeah, yeah, it had a like a logo. It was called like yeah, it was, it's called like high chocolate or higher chocolate or something. It's really cheesy. Did you so eat Clark, it? I'm like, no. I'm interested. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Like, is it? Uh, something that like you just have like you're principled on or you just no don't. no no I, I i smoke pot every night before bed just to bring myself down from all the adderall and adhd but i edibles cannot take uh okay yeah it's like Some, it's just doesn't load all, like edibles. it's eight i took it weird things i took it once like two years ago but in july it was like nighttime and i you have to wait two hours so I didn't know that. And I was like, I'll take one more. I was high. I went to work the next day. I pulled over three times thinking I was going to crash. I was high until four o'clock afternoon the next day. I kept drinking coffee and telling oh. myself in my head, when my boss came near, like, just answer yes or no. Don't talk. And it was the worst experience of my no life because I was out of control of my brain. I was like, I'm out of control. What I should have called out, but I wasn't thinking. Were you just I'll never like, do it again. Like, was your balance off or was your brain racing? Were you like misinterpreting like everything that was happening? It feels like, you know that, you know, sometimes when you, you drink a lot and you wake up early and you're still drunk, but you're not like fun drunk, you're tired drunk. I it's like that, that time. It's going to end any second. You know that you're awake oh. and alive, but you're, you're not like, you're not you like behaving. Yeah. yeah. That was like every uh, sun, uh, Monday waking up after a hangout with John on uh, Sunday afternoon. So Punished ourselves. Nice. Yeah. Monday equals Monday. Monday diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> What's a better hangover food? McDonald's, like 
breakfast with the bacon and egg and cheese sandwich or Taco Bell, but you're eating it like at 12. No, McDonald's breakfast, hands down. It's great, right? The grease as far as taste, yeah. You hit that at like 10 or 11 o'clock, like you're going to hammer it down a little bit better than you're going to be if you hit Taco Bell at 12 or 1 o'clock. So, yeah, Taco Bell. You're going to have a little bit of real. Not that you know, my favorite uh, hangover food was not first thing in the morning, but like back in like high school or college after like a party that you were like, went all out for and you wake up and you're like waking up at 12 and you finally want to eat. I would always get like a cheesesteak, lettuce and mayonnaise. And for whatever reason, like that did it. I was like, good to go after that. Lettuce and mayonnaise. Yeah. What's your worst hangover story? Like your worst oh hangover God. story. And I can tell you mine right now. What I don't have any cool ones. Mine it's just not the worst. Oh, mine's, mine's really not that cool either. Mine well, either. I, uh, I literally was in college and I was sick and I had to go. I was the fraternity treasurer oh. that year. So I had to go to a meeting at 10 o'clock and I was hungover. I was sick. I didn't feel good. So I went to, there was a great place, the best place, and you guys would love it if you ever experienced it, Biscuitville in North Carolina. And Biscuitville? Only, Biscuitville is only in North Carolina in between UNC and Elon. Those colleges. There's like four of them. Four or five of them. They rallied Durham. So I... Rally Durham. <laughs> so if I went to Biscuitville... And I ate myself a big old sausage, egg, and biscuit, and I was driving back to my meeting, and I blew it all up. I blew it all out. I was in a neighborhood. Your hind parts? Oh, yeah, everything. My hind parts. (laughs) In a public neighborhood? In a neighborhood, just like a mile away from my school. And I like literally had the. Hey, you got to do it. I'm doing like five miles an hour, and I barfed. I'd already barfed all over. Did it while driving? My windshield and my steering wheel of my Volvo, my stupid fucking Volvo. <laughs> oh my God. And then I was barfing out the side of the wind. Uh, at that the side. car did have a hint of vomit in it. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, you could still smell it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and just barfed my fucking guts out. What like, were you drinking? Was it like, were you mixing okay, everything? Night, I was drinking moonshine. Oh, wow. You could have went blind. I don't even know where the hell it came from. Damn. I was actually drinking Harry from, I don't know if you ever heard of Junior Johnson. Junior JJ. Sounds familiar. Junior Johnson, he uh, he was a famous NASCAR driver. I was drinking his moonshine <laughs> from his granddaughter. Oh, so cool. Oh, like with her? No, it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool at all. I didn't like it. Wow. Oh. I've never had moonshine. Uh, you you're not missing anything. It's I've just had like Everclear. Tastes it like tastes like vomit. vomit. It tastes like bad vodka. Yeah. Oh, is it like Everclear? No, it, I've had that. It literally tastes like. Uh, yeah. You ever had Everclear? Yeah, it's like Everclear. Yeah. Yeah, that I it like, like once. That. It was t- it terrible. Like that to even another level, it tastes. It tastes oh. like something that you like Everclear, but you can put it in your gas tank. But if oh. you make it with like a peach, like I remember Byron, this mutual friend of Bob and I, who used to make. Uh, uh, moonshine, but with like a peeled peach just in the, the jar with it. Like sitting and, in there? Yeah. Don't and and that was top. Peach. 
No, don't eat the peach. You'll die. It's like yeah. a poison peach. Isn't moonshine illegal in some places? Uh, it's illegal everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how did they like make the it? It's all homemade now. then. Yeah, because yeah. they still they still do it homemade. They, they, they still, it's like a meth lab. I mean, it's the yeah. same. It's like growing a tiny little pot plant. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had absinthe? My worst. Yes. Oh, no, mine was stolen by these Mexican floor guys <laughs> down here, down in Fort Lauderdale when I lived there. They stole my absinthe that Agnew oh. brought me from Germany. I remember you telling me about that. I think it was like Fucks. an early they show. stole that and my Wii. I remember that, worst, dude. We talked worst about hangover, that. The worst hangover I ever had uh, was the day after my bachelor party where we just were at my brother's house sitting outside playing wiffle ball. We went to a bar. I just drank from like 9 in the morning until like 2 in the morning. And I, waking up that morning on his basement floor, it was like there was an arrow through my skull. But the worst hangover like experience I was in college. I was on the radio, and uh, McShay and Smith, like friends from from high school and grade school, were in town, and we partied so late. We were doing blow, and I had to be in on. I had to be in on the air at noon. I got there at like eleven fifty-five. I remember walking down the hallway to the studio, and the hallway was doing this, and I get on the air, and I'm like. Smashing Pumpkins, Rock That Really Rocks, 98 Summer Creek Rock, uh -huh, I'm Brother John. All right, here's a, uh, 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 and I couldn't find the band oh. that was playing because I was looking at the wrong screen. And I was like, I just like went off. Shit. That's program, a rough hangover story. Program director called me and he's like, like immediately the phone, the hotline rings. I pick it up. I'm like, Quick Rock. John, what was that? I'm like, I'm like, I was looking at the wrong screen. I thought I had two more minutes. <laughs> Hung up on me. Oh, shit. That's but a like, bad hangover story. The worst is when you smell the alcohol on your breath still. And oh. you're like, I feel like shit, and I, can, I know if anyone comes in here, it's just going to reek like alcohol. So I'm in there for six hours. Sweating through your this, pores. This six o'clock guy comes in. He opens the door, and this guy's like an AA. And he opens the door, stands with the door open, like not entering the room. And he's like, have you been drinking in here? I'm like, no, I just drank a lot last night. He's like, and have you been doing push-ups? It stinks. I'm like, there's no window in here. I don't know what to do. That's he a rough cool. one. But yeah, I, I just remember walking down that hallway, and the hallway tilting. I was like, I can't do this. Walking sideways, I'm like, I'm gonna blow this chance I have being on the radio. Oh shit! <laughs> Did you get Asshole. over that? Like, was it forgiven easily? Yeah, like he just blew it off. That guy was on house arrest. <laughs> My program director at Quick Rock at State College was on house arrest. Had an ankle. He could come to work, be on the radio, and then he had to be home. So when I would do like air checks with him, like he would listen to my tape, I would have to go to his apartment. <laughs> What was he on house arrest for? Three DUIs. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck were you guys doing at Penn State? Good thing he was oh walking. God, dude, he's a local, Bob. He didn't, like, uh -oh, I mean. Uh -oh. He wasn't a student. Like... This guy one time drove from Penn State to, like, Altoona, which is about, like, an hour drive. 
with Jerry Sandusky driving the car, and he was in the passenger front seat. And Jerry Sandusky's hand was on his thigh. He told me this the entire time. And he said his hand on his thigh by like the 30-minute mark, he said it felt like it was a million degrees. Because think about that. Like human touch, like that long, that long, just feeling his thigh. Crazy. Wow. Human pedophile touch. Troy Craig. Damn. Is he still there? No. I I don't know what he's doing now. It's something really weird. Was he a kid when Sandusky was doing that? Like how how old was he? Yeah. Like at the time... He was probably like 10 years older than me. So okay. so back then he'd be like mid-30s. But when it happened, yeah, he Great was like a teenager. He was like a teenager. Yeah. Wow. He's looking to get blown. Dusky. Was, like, did he come out in the Sandusky case? Was he like a, a he was named like victim? A, yeah, he did. He, there's like this, it's like an Oprah kind of talk show thing. It's not Oprah, but it's like, you know, that where there was like four guests who had all like interacted with Sandusky and he was one of them on this like talk show. Yeah. He's like, I didn't really mind his hand there, but it was just so hot. He was kind of like a dick. I would have minded a dude's hand on my thigh. Yeah. It's just really hot. Like really hot. Like I thought he was a superhero. Like he starts like fucking. Oh God. But Dusk, yeah, Troy Craig. Stress, so he, he let that go. He did try to fire me once for drinking yep. on the job. Can't fire the H man. Can't do it. Well, you're, you're talking about a college kid. You can't fire him for drinking on the job. Go, go get fucked yourself. It, it was like it was a Guar concert. Oh, yeah. Guar. Guar. Yeah. They're refined. Craziest. <laughs> Concert I've ever no, Bunch the craziest, of fucking morons with their craziest performance I've ever watched in my life. Like murdering babies. Like that's that's all I'll say. Wow. Yeah, you hear about that. It's like shock rock times ten. Yeah, but Bam is one of the biggest followers of Guar. That should tell you all you need to know about Guar. Bam Margera? Yeah, Bam Margera. Yeah, yeah. like their music the sucks. It's all question. about like saying that you saw them, like shock value. Jackass yeah. 4. Yes. Steve-O's uh, billboard. For what's his name? God. Ryan Dunn. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's done. He is done. He Sorry. is done. That was, that was terrible. Right, that was perfect. <laughs> nice. yeah, I'll chop it up. Did you see uh, Steve-O's uh, billboard in L.A. where he taped himself up there? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> How far away was that from you? Like where? Like Clark, I, I kind of far. LA is huge. Right? I hear you're in LA, and it's like, oh yeah, Clark's over there. He sees that. He sees this. I'm just a moron thinking that like you're getting all this in, like you know, firsthand. It would be like, I'll I'll put it in Bucks County terms. From okay. where, say, where I lived was the Bucks County Courthouse in the middle of Doylestown, sure. where the billboard was was probably like by the Montgomeryville Mall. That kind of far. Oh dear. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it was kind of a hike. Breaking news. Yeah, twenty miles. Breaking news. Amazon Prime's The Boys season two has released early and is available right this second. Are you gonna watch that show? Really? Did you guys oh, watch season thought, one? Yeah, I watched I season one because of you. I, think, I thought it was hilarious. I think it yeah. might it might be the best show on TV now, right? Yeah. 
it, it's, it was, oh, it was coming crazy. out like September. I thought it was coming out Friday. It's supposed yeah. to come out at midnight, but it came out like a half hour ago. No shit, we got to get one. Good, Good for them. Yeah, I watched the first season because of you. I loved it. Who's the title character on that? Who's the uh, guy with a? I forget his name. Billy Butcher. Yeah, the Butcher. And he, he is. He is my favorite character on that. He is awesome. He's great. So good. Just gives no fucks and kills everyone. Perfectly cast. Yes. And he's very Jack Bowerish, where he's like, he breaks one rule, then he has to break another rule, then he has to break another rule. <laughs> yeah, good <laughs> point. It's getting worse. I like when he, in the second, I think it's the second episode where he fights the invisible guy, and he, like, kind of sees him a little bit and, like, punches him in the face just to get his nose bleeding, and then you can see, like, his nose bleeding, and... And doesn't he like Go. spit? He spits yeah. on him so it yes. like shows yes. him more. He spits so he can see him. Yeah. Very Such Jack a Bowers. cool show. And <laughs> I heard, I heard, because if you remember in the beginning of season one, they were bringing on a new member of the seven because one of the other members was like kind of forced into retirement. I don't know. It was, it was a little unclear. His name's The Lamplighter. I guess kind of like a Green Lantern, you know. Spin. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. Apparently, he apparently comes back, so I'm interested to oh. see him. And okay. uh, and then there's like a Wonder Woman, Thor kind of bitch who's like a Nazi, I think. Like a hybrid. He kind of well, pushes like Homelander around. Oh, yeah, I, I like the blonde. Who, yeah, uh, she's kind of like a good guy, but also she's still kind of the bad guy. So I feel I, I she likes know. to dabble in the uh, macabre. And I, I could I could possibly be spoiling something, uh, because I know what the com I know bits and pieces of the comics that this is all based off of. Uh, Black Noir, mm-hmm. the character is just Batman. Uh, yeah, who, who he really is, uh, is a clone of another member of the Seven. So there's somebody else running around out there. Like he's kind of like a backup, just in case. Why it's it's in the comic? Yeah, but I don't know if they're doing that with the show. They probably won't. Interesting. But it's good to follow both closely. Yeah, nice of you to bring it up. They probably won't, though, John. They diverge. It's interesting to see. But if they do, you'll be like, oh, oh, crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. That's cool. That's streaming now. It's crazy to also see that uh, where Clark is sitting, there is still sunlight, and it is dark no, here on the still, east coast. It's all it's fake t- illusion. It's dark here, yeah. too. Oh, it's is, fake is illusion. Is there still okay. sunlight? What is it, 830 there? Uh, there's like a tad of sunlight. There's a tad of hope left in Los Angeles. September dusk. Is yes. it all just like it's all the fires it's uh, making the light so bright? Uh, yes, it's all the fu- it's all the uh, it's all the jobless people and pollution. Are the fires great. that can be seen from space still going? Uh, I don't know if they're that big anymore, but there's definitely still fires. There's always a fire somewhere here between like June and October. Did you guys hear uh, Miley Cyrus on Joe Rogan yesterday? No. Negative. What happened? Um, no, she's, I mean, nothing amazing, but, uh, I, I don't want to make fun of her, but, and I know she's had like surgery on it, but she Sur- sounds Sur- like, what? she sounds like an 80 year old two pack a day smoker. 
Yeah. Like if I was yeah. listening, I was listening to it. I wasn't watching. Yeah. And as I'm listening, I'm like, this is one of Marge Simpson's sisters. I, I oh, feel yeah. like, how does she sing and talk like that? It's so weird, dude. Would you hear her voice? Yeah. And uh, like, she can sing. She's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, she's a great singer. But when you hear her talk, you're just like, that. She sang that. It, it doesn't. It doesn't line up. It's really bizarre. She talked about her dad a lot. He seems like the coolest guy. Like, for his birthday, she bought him a big, huge bathtub, because what he loves to do <laughs> is smoke a joint, take a bath, and eat pizza. Nice. <laughs> That's a good night right there. I was like, "Whoa, Billy Ray Cyrus just kind of like figured it all out," and he's like, "That's just what I do every day. I take four I, baths a day." I went to a Billy Ray Cyrus concert in 2002 at Pocono Speedway. Did you? Did really? you really? Yeah, after a race, he was there uh, after the race. Now, well, I, I loved his part in Old Town Road. But, yeah, he was great. Uh, he played himself. Is, yeah, this is obviously before that. I always think that he only had one song, like literally, like he just yeah, made one song and it took off. And guess yeah. what? That is pretty much all he fucking sang in 2002. Really? And my grandfather was like, when is this guy going to die? It's an it achy, breaky heart that lasted like three hours. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do you remember the song? By achy, break. Do you remember the song? By uh, Billy Ocean. It's like an early 80s like dance song. It's like, Carabin Queen. Can't you see? Well, I, yeah. I was at Disney World once, and he was like playing that song outside of Futureland, and I went to Space <laughs> Mountain, and he, when I came out, he was still playing that song. It was like a forty-five minute rendition of Caribbean Queen, like they were yeah, milking it was just that. the hook. It was just yeah, the chorus. but but it was like an acapella part, and then like an instrumental, and then like, like a slowdown with just like like the fingers like Caribbean Queen, Caribbean. Cool. I swear, the guy was singing the same song for an hour at least. Like, first of all, like, literally, like, you're so, okay, he's sitting there in his house, he's got his dick in his hand, and his manager calls him up and is like, hey, buddy, uh, we need you to come out to Disney World and sing a song. Yeah. yeah. Where, how do you get to that point of singing that song where a young Matthew Clark comes out and sees you singing that song, where you probably should have said no to that with your manager? But yeah, I think, I think Matthew it's a Clark thing. is coming out there and seeing you singing it an hour later. He probably needs a house payment or something because it was, <laughs> I swear, that thing was, was going to say he's in debt. <laughs> it was probably Disney saying, like, this is your most famous song. You have to stretch this for all the people walking by throughout yeah. like two hours. He right, probably right. sang it for like five hours straight. Oh, yeah. I it's, it's, it's like, like an attraction. You have to like, have the same thing going all the time. Like 20, maybe like 30 years. Who knows? Dave Matthews seems like he'll live to be 200. Uh, they'll have him play Ants Marching for like seven hours. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised hey, Pearl Jam hasn't gone that route ass. yet. But that uh, that song, that Caribbean, it, it reminds me of uh, Cobra Kai Season 2. Did you guys watch that now that it's on Netflix? God, they're just yeah, continuing to it. I watched it when it was on YouTube. I love that show. Oh, I missed season two. I didn't watch it on YouTube. It's so good, and the ending was crazy. Get you. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Bob, you didn't say it. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but it, it takes you for a ride. Yo, and there's, there's scenes with Johnny, who by far is the best character, like by long, oh, yeah. far and away. It's all about him. Uh, and he's so good, that actor. <clears throat> 
he's on the phone with someone in his office in season one and again in season two, and they never connect who it is. That has to be Kanan. Has to be. Has to be Sean Kanan from Karate Kid 3. He's elusive about that. I saw him on Saturday, actually. It's a joke. And he's like, we'll see what happens. And I'm like, oh, I'm like your friend, dude. You can tell me. He's got to have a non-disclosed. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't talk about it. It has to be him, though. Because Sean Kanan, who played Mike Barnes in Karate Kid 3, was the only guy that Ralph Macchio fought that you would like be scared of. Like Johnny had like a heart and he was like, I can't do it, Sensei. Right, Sean Kane right. just wanted to hurt you. Like then, he would have been a better character. Even when he guy. in Karate Kid 2 when he fought the Japanese guy, just because Daniel was over there for a while, you felt like, okay, maybe he could like take this guy. Sean yeah. Kane and whipped his ass. Yeah, he was like big. Barnes. Right. Mike Barnes. Huge. I do. I, I can't wait till Cobra Kai season three. They don't. They haven't said when it'll be released, but it'll probably be like January or February. Uh, and Crease, Crease in season two was awesome. I love oh, that whole great. angle, how it like flipped. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Is all they're saying. That's when everything is coming out since everything's been delayed. Yeah, everything's twenty twenty one. But I, I saw wish. Tenet. Yes. Tell in- us. The movie theater. Put your toe into that puddle of joy. I heard, I heard, I heard the AMC were open in Florida. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to see if New Mutants is available, if any AMCs by me are open. And I saw Tenet was released early. I'm like, what the fuck? And I, and I didn't even notice until I got there. It wasn't an AMC. It was a Regal. Oh. And let me tell you, Tenet. The old bait and switch. I got popcorn, I got a soda, I, I brought in my pen, and uh, I sat in the far, like if you're facing the screen, I was at the right field, right field foul pole. Now, if you're facing the screen, I'm in the far back right, last seat on the aisle, all the way in the back. Nice. So, you know, I've got no like a COVID. thought I've got a good perimeter. There was only like five people there. However, this couple... Large couple. Large stature. Walked all the way up to the same row as me. (sighs) Sat five seats away from me. Did they they do anything? No, but they were like so close to me. But I was like, they're large. If they have COVID, they'd be dead. So it's all right. True. So. Safe. (laughs) Tenet. (laughs) Tenet is without a doubt the most Christopher Nolan-y movie of all Christopher Nolan movies. Like, it is... Okay. I'm telling you, dude, 50 minutes into it, I'm like, I still don't know what's going on yet. (laughs) The fucking score, like, the sound, the bass is almost too much. You know how Christopher Nolan's always like... Yeah, and it's like a blue screen then. Yeah, Inception. Yeah, like, I could feel it like I was at a NASCAR event. Like, I could feel it in my chest... (laughs) I, was like, I can't hear what they're saying, and it's already really confusing. I'm having and, palpitation. And then I don't remember what happens, but at some point you go, oh, okay, here's the protagonist, there's the antagonist, here's who's lying. And the best character in the movie is Robert Pattinson's character. He's kind of like Obi-Wan. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You said it's the most Christopher Nolan-y film. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? 
Well, I mean, it depends. Uh, for me, it was almost like, all right, man, I know you're tricky, but like settle down. It was almost like the Star Wars prequels. It's like, all right, Lucas, we know special effects is your thing, but this is gross. This is too much. This is like obnoxious. Bring it down a bit. But like, yeah. they do a really, like, I. Bring it down a bit. Other than like the Avengers movies, I've never left a theater going, I need to watch that again now. Because you get like 80% of it at the end. Yeah, you know, like, like it's by like the an end, itch like, you can't oh. scratch. You gotta like figure this out. Yeah, you're like, but there's all these holes I need to go back in and fill with a second watch, which I know his movies are kind of designed to be like anyway. Yeah, it's, so, a, it's a film for like film students, his movies. You can like dissect them forever. Like, there's a lot of action, and, like a lot of action, and like a, a lot of like just mystery, and I don't get it. But then there's all those like, the, there's like this scientist who kind of explains the main like plot, and but then there's people lying and you don't know uh, until the end. Uh, so like along the ride, you're just, you're, it's like you're on this speeding roller coaster and you're just trying to stay with everything. Yeah. But uh, for movie fans, I 100% recommend it. Uh, it's awesome. It's not as best. Nice. I liked Inception way more. Uh, yeah, that's a great play. And Denzel's kid, uh, Jeffrey David, uh, John David Washington, he's good Pattinson steals the show by far. That's Denzel's kid. He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, he's great, and he's so good in this one scene God. where he's he is Denzel with the James Harden beard. He yeah. does all Denzel's like cool moves, like nice. And he's now, just kicking everyone's tell. ass. Yeah, oh, it's great, dude. That's cool. I love Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Crimson Tide last night. Oh, God. Classic. Never, never seen it. Fucking not, not, not blast, not blast. Possible. I thought I was going to get a kick to the rickets. No, certainly not a blast. <laughs> Have you ever kick seen Hunt for Red October? <laughs> yes. Huh? Hunt for Red October? Not, not in yeah. 30 years. I just saw that movie for the first time in about 20 years, about oh, two weeks ago. And oh, nice. It holds up. It does. I just watched it too. Does it? I rewatched it all the Clancy movies like the past two it weeks. It is excellent. It's good. Yeah, they yeah. make you like, yeah, they make you miss like the 90s with your dad. They're yeah. cool. Yeah. And I wish I had like white tennis shoes and, you know, oh, yeah. a tube socks and all yeah, that. They're good. Great. That's what you want. Yeah. But that's cool about Tenet, man. It's, it's recommended. John gives yeah. it two, yeah. two penises yeah. up. Definitely recommend it. And I, I think if I keep the DTI up, which I'm not doing right now, but I will tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to try to sneak away this Labor Day weekend and see another movie, uh, see New Mutants, which I've heard the reviews are crappy, but I have to see it. You got to see it. You're yeah, the you comic see it yourself and figure it out. Yeah, right. I got to go talk about it anyway. The so comic, John, can't. Yeah, you got to see it. Subjective. It's, it is subjective. DTI. Um, <sighs> did you guys want to put tonight the W column? I know it's been a. It's been a minute. I'm, I'm good to keep well, going, but I'm going I, to I'd check like in. to talk about all the gays in this country and uh, talk about how much I hate them. I'm just kidding. Tweet us. You... <laughs> Do you love Bob? It's Bob, like fag wanna... capital of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm very sorry for the comments I made of a man of faith. Line drive to left field. Yeah. Also, that's a home run. about I'm that? Man, man of faith. faith. I, I can't stop so... watching that YouTube clip. I am. That a, you posted. I am a... 
I am a godly man. God damn, that was a great home run by. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought that video was really good. <laughs> you did a great job. The I, I editing how, was great. I love how we come back and Bob and I's heads are both like down, <laughs> laughing at him, calling the home run. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah that's a great, it's a great screenshot. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. And Bob, by the hammer of Thor, congratulations on the nuptials and the wedding. God bless you guys. That's an amazing, beautiful thing. I'm happy for you. you. Are worthy Thanks of real yeah, and I will be introducing her to uh, you guys uh, very soon here. And thank you very much for the congratulations, and I love you both. So Love you too, man. You too, it's a that. beautiful thing. Yeah, man. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Tweet John at the Comic John on Twitter. And check out the uh, channel, the Comic John, Comic John on YouTube for all the latest videos, clips, and innuendos about the madness that is 2020. For the be- gentlemen... Comic Dash John, sorry. It is Comic Dash John. I always get yeah. the Twitter and the YouTube handle stuff mixed up. Yeah, I know. I wish they'd be uniform, but no, I like I? The I'm not a uniform kind of guy. Oh, Mandalorian Season 2, October 30th. They uh, announced that date, by the way. I hey, saw you know, posted a picture of that. funny either way. <laughs> Already, 97. Baby Yoda. Coming at you. I saw you posted that. I Reminence. forgot it was on, because like, YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and Instagram all like run together as the ADHD mind. So, but you did post that somewhere. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, I've been trying to sneak into Facebook, even though I hate it. It's like HBO social media. Most HBO now, Max, go on demand. You don't know like what you're doing, so I'm just (laughs) trying to figure out where I am. I know. I'm like, guys, settle on demand. (laughs) HBO then. That'll be the new one. Right. Old old stuff. Rich Diaries. Rich (laughs) Diaries. I'm the gentleman in charge of announcing Cincinnati Reds baseball games in the future. I am Matthew Clark. To the man in charge of nuptial agreements in Franklin, North Carolina, Bob. To the man in charge who is the final word of everything comic books, Mr. John Hassinger. Thank you for listening to History Hour, and good night, y'all. Adieu. Godspeed. Adieu, adieu.